Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with just the two of us. Cheers, babe. We could make it if we tried, just the two of us. You and I. Hey, welcome to Coffee Talk. Glad that you're here. Glad that you came. Uh, hope that you are having a wonderful week. I feel like this is jazz radio. I like your voice. It's getting <laughs> yeah. real sexy. Hey, welcome to Smooth Jazz Tunes. Welcome. With the coffee with, uh, with, with Big Daddy B and Super Hot J. <laughs> big Daddy B. <laughs> yeah. I'm lugging some of that Big Daddy B. An annoyed, irritating Vic, the sound okay. chick. <laughs> hey, uh, we had a note, moment here in Coffee Talk Studio. Note, brother and sister uh, arguments this morning. It wasn't are, an argument. It was just a, prof- not an argument. It's a professional disagreement on audio techniques. The intimacy between your relationship, you know, you have to be very secure first in all, your kind of relationship. Because if you weren't secure, <laughs> people would be getting their feelings hurt. First of all, love, what was the word you just invented? Adamacy? Adamacy? <laughs> Not a word. What is the word? Adamant. <laughs> Being adamant? I like adamancy. Is adamancy a word? Probably not. And adamancy is not even anything. Adamancy? <laughs> it's not a word. I like it. I like uh, it too. Vic was the most adamant. I was speaking, I was speaking with a, a, a speech therapist. Were you really? Uh, on Sunday was it? Yeah. And I was like, man, you could really help me. Take notes every time I get on stage because I'm sure I say the wrong thing all the time. Uh, Vic had a speech therapist when she was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't say her R's. for it. So... <laughs> Hey, hey, Vic. Hey, Vic. Hey, Vic. Do me a favor. Say roar. Say roar. And if Vic does roar, she'll go like this. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. She's still still a little sensitive. As a grown adult. Hey, Vic, what sound does the lion make? (laughs) He roars. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Speaking of lions, um, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. I don't know if you get into this kind of thing. Um, I typically don't, but there was so much hype around Um, it. Yes, you do. You get into it. I, I do not you're, get into the YouTube stuff. But oh, no, but you're all about the the boxing. Not really. I mean, I watched Floyd Mayweather fight Manny Pacquiao. I mean, I fight like big fights. I don't I don't know any other boxers other True. than the very famous names. And um, anyways, we watched that with the family. My son, Judah, insisted that we rent it, so we, we bought the pay-per-view. And it was, you know what? It was entertaining, I'll say. Um, I guess the debate now is like what we're... Like he was like passed out at some point and he was holding him up. Yeah, was they he, say that Floyd Mayweather knocked him out. Floyd Mayweather, if you don't if you don't know if you're is one of the greatest boxers to ever be in the ring. And Logan Paul is a YouTuber who's learned to box recently. He's much bigger than Floyd, but Floyd is is a legend. He's literally a living Physically legend. Bigger, yeah. yeah. When it comes to boxing, like and when it comes to being a human, I don't know how legendary he is. He's all about the money, which at least he's honest about it. So he did this whole thing. I think he made $20 million or more. No, he made $120 million. Floyd Mayweather made over $100 million because he showed up and boxed with this YouTuber. So anyways, it was entertainment. It's kind of like watching um, the WWF, like fake wrestling. Like people who watch wrestling, it's not real, but they, they're very acrobatic. They're very athletic. But it's all scripted. It's all showed. So, totally. anyways, oh, anyways, I have a question for our guests. We have guests in the in the yes, in the studio. And they're sitting here, but I want to ask, I want to ask my friend Martin what he thinks about um, professional wrestling. So, before I do that, though, um, we have our very very good friends uh, in Coffee Talk Studio today, and they talk like this. And they talk like That's this. That's why we're going. It's our favorites. This is Martin and Nicole Druskovich, our very good friends. Thanks, you guys, for joining us today. That's good good morning. To be here. Um, Martin, do, yeah. are you a fan of the WWF? Do you even know what I'm talking about when I say that? Because I don't know if was, New Zealand has. Yeah, I was a fan when I was 12. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, me too. Loved it. Had the yeah. PlayStation games. But now I, I can't stand it. Yeah. 
Me, me too. Like I never, I had a hard time watching things that weren't real. And everyone's like, well, they're actually athletic. And they are. They're yeah. doing very acrobatic, yeah. physical things. But I'm like, but it's all stage. So like no one wins. You just do what your script tells you to yeah. do. Like there's no deviating. It's like if you like to watch a sitcom that, you know, like it's all yeah. planned out, I guess that's what it is. So yeah. I never got into. Yeah, well, they all stunt men. You know, like they just stunt men. They do what? Stunt. They stunt men. Stunt. Oh, stuntmen. Stuntmen. Yeah. Stunt I'm going to translate stunt. for it the whole time. Sometimes. Say it like an American thing. Stunt. Okay. Stuntmen. Um, okay, let's do that. Because we are literally, I'm actually not mocking your accent. I love your accent. I wish to God that I had your accent. And honestly, Nicole, I wish Jen had your accent. No. <laughs> Am I not good enough for you? No, Every time Jen... No, every time Jen tries to talk like me, you literally sound British. Like a yeah. Literally. Yeah. I mean, Jen, you're the perfect woman. The only thing oh, that can make I? you more than perfect <laughs> is perfect? Nicole's accent. <laughs> <laughs> I do wish I had it. Oh, God, it's I the do. best. Okay, um, can you guys try for Coffee Talk, before we get into what we're going to talk about today, can you try your best American accent? I'll go first with my New Zealand accent because I just want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. so important for me to be okay. able to do this. And then I want you to. And Jen and I, will, so we'll kind of have an accent, like a face-off here. We're going to go New Zealand, uh, which is probably going to be a mix of British and whatever this is. And then you're going to do your best. It's probably, And I hope it's insulting to all Americans because it should be. You're going to do your best American accent. Okay, okay. so okay. Uh, and, and we'll just do it by like talking like... Um, like about our week. So I'll start out and then baby can jump in here. Like, oh, good on you, mate. Today was just a, it was a beautiful day out there. Or I'm just swimming out with the great white sharks. Stop right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a normal what thing, swimming it? out with the great white Well, good on you, mate. <laughs> good on you, mate. Good on you, mate. That's very authentic. All right. Martin, you go. American. Oh, American. Okay. Um, I'll do my best. Yep. <laughs> Um, hello, my name's Mar- Martin, and I uh, I like to live in America and uh, talk to my friends about things that I've done today. Why do you sound southern? <laughs> well, is that what is that's that American you, that's is what like southern? Like and my name is Martin. Well, I have to. I can't. When I when people are like, "What are your name?" and I say Martin, they're like Messin, Melon. And I'm like Martin, and they're like, yeah. "You say Martin." And I got to be like Martin. Martin. Nicole, and like, okay. Oh, they get it. Nicole, do you do American accent pretty well? I mean. Like, what shall I say? Like, do a valley girl. Like, oh my God. Like, I was with my girlfriends the other day. Like, do it. Oh my gosh. I was totally going to the beach the other day and I saw all these hot guys. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Jen, that's good. She sounds like you. <laughs> it's California, right? It's California. Good. That's good. That was really good. That was, I think you got um, that one. Would you say, if you were to describe the, like, the English, the American accent, not English, like, because I think your accent's beautiful. It's soft. Mm-hmm. The co- it's like, if I could draw a picture, like, the, the corners are rounded. Like everything is like, it's not Martin, it's Martin, you know, it's like, like I like, how would you, how would you explain the, the American accent? Um, it's like, you know, when, when they're old Batman shows and they'll go bang and it was like the big star that goes bang. It's kind of like that (laughs) in your face, face, erupt loud, Uh, we're here, obnoxious, we're We're obnoxious, obnoxious, aren't we? We're so obnoxious. We're loud. You don't, you don't. That's just American culture, though, yeah. right? Like, I feel like you guys are just louder, like more confident. Like New Zealand, we're a little more reserved. Leave it to Nicole to turn it in. Leave it to Nicole to turn it into a compliment. Well, By not, the way, she's the kindest person on the planet. You so. don't speak English, though. Americans speak American. They don't speak English. We speak the Queen's okay, English. So say Eddie, what is it? We oh say, yeah, okay. we say it probably. You say Adidas, which is not right. It's Adidas. 
You're talking about the shoe? Yeah, about the shoe. Adidas? It's not Adidas, it's Eddie Des. Bro, I don't know what you're saying. Okay, let's ask all your followers. Eddie Des? All the commercials. All the commercials say Adidas. All the American commercials. You're telling me that company. The only country. That company changed the way they say their own name. Your American company. For America. Some American guy was like, I'm going to start Eddie Des, but I'm going to call it Adidas because I feel like Americans will like that more. And Eddie Des has not changed it. They well, allow us to call they're them. They're making millions, yeah. so they don't care. So, so then again, uh, it's You need Adidas. to go YouTube it, Billy. There's a, there's a YouTube about it. Adidas. Or is it, are you guys saying Adidas, but you're saying it with your beautiful accent? <laughs> so it's like, you're really saying Adidas, but you're saying Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I, I, I honestly, when I first met Nicole, I could tell by her, her, her facial expressions that I was way too much. Like... She was like, whoa. Like, that was literally Stop my first. Chin. She was like, whoa, who is this woman? Well, you I'm, are. I'm you sure, are. I'm sure when she got in the car with Martin, that she was like, whoa, that Jen Huffman. Babe, you are a whole lot of woman. I ain't going to lie. Um, I can't wait to take you to New Zealand with me. Oh, we cannot. Oh, hey, before we even met Martin Nicole, it's always been on my bucket list. I have a bucket list. It happens to be 135 things. That I'm going to do in my life. I, I, I should go back because the last time I looked at it was like eight years ago. That's a lot of things. Yeah, but one of them, thinking. before I ever met you, like before I ever met you, like 10 years ago, I made this bucket list and one of them was go to New Zealand. It's like, you have to. it's yes. one of the most beautiful places in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the South Island. Hopefully this time Island. next year we're on a plane going. Yeah. If COVID lets, yeah. yeah. Yeah, New Zealand's COVID free. We're COVID free. I mean, we have COVID. Uh, so is America, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> June 16th. Don't get me going. <laughs> Don't get me going. You know uh, so I mean? we, have, we have COVID cases in a quarantine hotel. Um, so when you land, they pick you up on a bus, drive you to a hotel, put you in a hotel for two weeks. You can't leave. You get an hour wreck time a day where you can walk around the yard. Um, and, then, and then after that, you just there's no COVID in New Zealand other than in these hotels. And New Zealand's wide open because of that. Yeah, wide yeah, open. What would keep people from just not... Leave. I would just leave. Some people have. Some people have escaped. And then they're on the news, right? Like, so they're on the nighttime news. <laughs> Person escapes from serious. Yeah. But what are they going to do? Like, take him to jail? No, but Jen, like, they have kept COVID completely out of the country, right? So, like, okay. there's been minimal luck. This is real. Jen would, Jen would escape. I you're would you're totally, totally escape. You're saying escape from the hotel. From the ho- yeah. But these are nice hotels. You get one hour nice hotels. They're like, but they like have a five gate, star hotel. They have gates around them. And do they pay for you to be in that five star hotel? They'll pay, they're going to pay for us to be there. Because you're citizens of New yeah. Zealand. And, and because we're out of the country before COVID. So, if I was to, in New Zealand and I left for a holiday now and I come back, I'd have to pay for it. Right. But because I was out of the country when COVID said they're going to pay for it for us. So they pay for the hotel, they pay for all our food, they feed us. It's like a two-week vacation. With three two kids. Two-week with three kids. In a hotel, in, yeah. In a hotel room. Locked. With an hour yeah. wreck time outside. So not a vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But guys, we've got two rooms, I think, so we'll be locking the door. So to again, us. back to the two-week vacation. <laughs> That's kind of nice. That's kind of cool. Uh, Martin and I um, spent... Uh, probably a good six months getting in with racquetball. I'll, yeah, I'll never good. forget that. We did racquetball for a season. You, We would burn playing racquetball 1,500 calories yeah, we would. in a 60-minute in a period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just crushing it. Yeah, like a lot of um, calories. I'll never forget the first time I met Martin and Nicole. They were hanging out at our house. It's been five years, six years now. Pushing five and a half years. Yeah, five yeah. and a half years. And um, because their accent, we were. <laughs> I, had a, I had a deck. Yeah, a back patio like deck. And Martin's like, you want to go out on the deck? And I was like, I was caught off guard because his accent. And I want you to say it. That this You can't give us the E mark because the way he says deck sounds like. <laughs> but it's it's deck. It's deck. Like it. 
it's looking at me. <laughs> I'm wondering if you're going to cut me off and be like, you can't say this. You but can't. You it's, just a, said it. it's an accent. He goes, he's like, he goes, he's like, hey, hey, mate, you want to go out on the d-? And I'm like, mate, I don't know what you're asking me. I think, I think what I said is, do you want to go sit out on the dick? <laughs> you That's just did I it again. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, literally I'm how saying how dick, though. There's I, nothing good about that. That's like a petty. I'm <laughs> saying, oh, you are. Uh, 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 and we say, deck. deck. Deck and I, I actually finally after about I don't know three months I have of, to say it like deck yeah yeah, yeah. you're like deck yeah you I got it say it the right way now yeah, huh? yeah. I just I, re- I just refuse I just say patio or outside I'll stop saying it deck mm-hmm. uh, when we first met I always thought you guys I would always introduce you to like other oh friends gosh. and stuff like hey these are my friends from Switzerland yeah <laughs> you even did on a Sunday morning he Welcome said to our friends from Switzerland yeah I was like what I can't with you what's he actually from Switzerland hello I'm from Switzerland <laughs> everything is a kind of caveman kind of thing. hello who are you doing I'm from Switzerland and people can only yeah, see um, you I right want to apologize formally to every Switzerland person <laughs> no, that's so Switzerland person Swiss person no, that's hey, what you no, say. I ruined everyone's accents I don't know how to do them Anyways, okay, well, thank you guys for joining us. Yes, um, thank you so much. One of the reasons we wanted to, well, first of all, because you're you're moving. You're moving to New Zealand in the yeah. next month or two, and so that's kind of sad, oh gosh, but it's also exciting. And so one of the reasons we really wanted to talk to you, bring you on the podcast, other than that you just being some of our close friends, friends like family, which you don't get much of that in life. That's right. You know, not. Yeah. It's nice to have friends, and then you sometimes you get friends that become like family, and that totally. certainly has been the case with you guys. We love you so much. Excited for what's happening, but... Um, I'm super inspired by, first of all, what you're doing right now, and we're going to talk about that, but your ability to jump. And what I mean, I'm metaphorically speaking, like your ability when you moved here and now you're moving back, like your ability as grown adults, it's one thing for a teenager or 20 something, Jim was saying earlier that, you know, yesterday or something like that in our 20s, jumping, taking risks, you know, betting the, you know, betting the farm, you know, like it was easier when you're 20 because you didn't have much to lose, by the way. It's like, it's like Logan Paul with the Floyd Mayweather fight. Logan Paul had nothing to lose. So he's like, Floyd Mayweather had everything to lose. He's the best boxer in history. And if he loses to a YouTuber, his, his, it's over. But, but for Logan, he's like, dude, I've never even boxed. This is his first match and he gets to fight the best guy in the whole world. Right. So it's when you're twenties, but you guys have done that in your thirties. You're still in your thirties, but now you're late in your thirties. Is that your phone? Don't babe? remind me, it's, Billy. Sorry, darling. <laughs> Getting close to forty. Um, yeah, you guys are. How old are you guys, by the way? Thirty-six. Yeah, 30, he's thirty-six for like how many more days, babe? Many days, <laughs> he turns thirty-seven very, very soon. But I'm thirty-six. Yeah, yeah. You're just hanging on, to, hanging on to the mid thirties, late thirties. And we talk a lot on this podcast about stepping out. Um, giving it a go, jumping, like mm-hmm. living life to the fullest. I mean, that's probably, if I were to try and nail down like four or five themes for this podcast, that's one of them for totally. sure. I mean, there's mm-hmm. probably not an episode or a month that goes by with episodes where we have, we don't just touch on that. Like, what are you gonna do? And you guys are doing it. You literally resigned from your jobs, well-paying jobs, jobs that you've had for the last five and a half years since you moved to America as pastors at a large church where you're very loved and you decided that you're going to go to New Zealand um, in the middle of a pandemic, essentially. I mean, we're we're at the end, but a lot of people don't know we're at the end, and a lot of people operate like we're still in the middle of it. So, I mean, technically in the middle of this pandemic, and you made this decision during the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, you're taking your three kids, which are like almost from teenage down to how old's Evelyn? She's seven. Just yeah, yeah, seven. yeah. And you're moving back to New Zealand, and you're going to start a community and build a church 
from the ground up. It's not like you're going back and like, oh, they have all their, no, like there's another church there, but you're not going back to that church, the church you came from. Like you're starting fresh. The money takes, it's like starting a business. Um, And you're going to do all of this and you're leaving and you're flying across the country. And it's just, for me, it's inspiring to see people jump. And it's crazy to me because you're in the middle of that jump. You've already resigned your jobs, but you have not yet begun what you're doing. I hope I'm not stressing you out. Like you're I'm both looking at me like, really dude, like, what? I'm like, yeah. oh I'm like building God. it, building it. And no one even knows what will happen, but you're literally dun, in dun, that. Dun, and dun. so I think we have a window mm-hmm. to kind of like, if you, and you're down for it. So thank you to interview you because there's so many people out there right now that have decisions they're trying to make or they're, they're facing like faith moments or big jump moments, Changes, yeah. taking a risk. There's a change. Maybe it's a change that you're listening to this podcast and you know you're supposed to make but you're too afraid to make it or you just can't pull the trigger and you guys are in the middle of it. And so I would love to, in this window of space, interview you and be like, how are you feeling? <laughs> my God, like you did it and you're in the middle of it. And so kind of like, I would. That's, I guess that's my first question. Is like, how are you feeling? Kind of maybe explain what it is that you've done. And P.S., P.S., this is the second time they've done it. They left everything five years ago from mm-hmm. New Zealand didn't know a soul in America, which to me might have been the most scariest uh, jump. And then two, five years later to go back again is huge. You guys came out here without a job and got a job, obviously, when you came up. But yeah, you were on support. Like, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy faith. But you're doing it again. So how are you? Kind of explain, like, what's going on? What led you to the decision? How do you feel right now? And then I have questions. So Um, how do you feel, babe? (laughs) You go first, babe. (laughs) I think we feel all the feels. I think if that's safe to say, like I think everything, um, not just one thing, but uh, it's scary. It's exciting. That's what I'm asking. Are you scared? Yeah. I mean, it's scary going back to create something that we have no idea what it will look like. Like our friend base is here. Our support base is here. We know people in New Zealand, but we're not taking anyone back with us to start a church. Yeah. Cause New know? Zealand won't let anyone go back no. with you. Yeah. And, and people keep asking, Oh, so you're bringing a team back. We're like, yeah, our three kids. Like <laughs> that's our, that's yeah. our team, you know? <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. So it's oh. scary, but exciting. And I think what right now, cause we're still in America, it's, it's not, I mean, we're excited, but in this season, it's hard to be excited because we're grieving so much of what we're leaving behind. I think when we get to New Zealand, we'll be excited. We're, like, we'll be excited to start running, to build. But right now, we're like, we're, we love the life that we have here. We build a great life. We have great friends. Um, but we just really feel super compelled that this is what we need to do. Yeah. And so to make those steps, sometimes you've got to say goodbye to good stuff. And it's not yeah. goodbye. Like, we're st- friends are always going to be friends. You guys are family. Just like we say in New Zealand, see you later. See, see you later. later. It just means we'll yeah, see you soon. see you soon. <laughs> That's crazy. We say that in America too. <laughs> <I think>. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. See you soon. Um, I don't think that's a New Zealand phrase. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think you get to claim it. Hey, you know what we say in America? is like, good morning. <laughs> that's crazy. Stop, really. All right, Nicole, why? Why? So let me just, you know, because this is like some people are like, why take risks? Well, if I'm good, you're talking about how you guys love your yeah. friends and Martin's saying how like we love it. And you're, you even mentioned like a grieving process. You're making mm-hmm. a decision that you feel super compelled to make, but you're grieving what you're leaving. You have to You, I love that mm-hmm. statement that you said, man. You're like, sometimes you have to let go of good things to go for what you're going for. So, Nicole, uh, why? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing it? Yeah, I, th- I think I've learned that I don't ever want to stay in a place too long of just being settled, like living a settled life. Um, coming here was a massive, massive deal for me. Like I've, I've always been the kind of person who doesn't like change that much. I like knowing, you know, consistency. And 
I think the last five years I've definitely learned from Martin, especially because he's more of the go go getter. Like he's the big dreamer. He used to call me his dream crusher when we were first married <laughs> because I would always. Bring it's so romantic. <laughs> it's so, good. so romantic. No, you're but my you're my little dream crusher. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I would be the one that's the practical details. I'll yeah, bring him back down to size. You know, okay, this is great, babe. But what about this? Um, but I feel like in the last five years, I've definitely learned to dream big too, mm. and to be okay with stepping out and not mm. knowing and living in the uncomfortable and in the unknown. Um, so why? I, I, I think just because like Martin said, we feel compelled, like it's something that we both feel. And I feel like often when we make big decisions, I kind of start feeling it first. Um, like I was the one that really felt like a, ch- a change was coming before even Martin did this time around. Hey, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, what's this week been like? Like, I mean, because I'm sure there's highs and lows, yeah. ups and downs. So like, like, what would you say like this week has been like? Are you are you experiencing fear? Are you, do you, are you second guessing? And again, I'm wanting, because I think people are listening and they're either trying to make a decision or they're in the middle of a big decision. And it's- are, and I think we talk about yeah. the fun of the decision and then we also hear later on, the brilliancy of that decision. Brilliancy. Right. The brilliancy. Love I love Jen and all yes. her great words. All the brilliance of yeah. the decision. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the process during, like all, the middle, you know, yeah. and I kind of feel like you guys are kind of really in the middle and of feeling all the different emotions. Do you have moments where you think like maybe we messed up? Maybe oh, we made a wrong time. decision. Yeah. I keep looking at Nicole going like, what are we doing? <laughs> what is, what are we doing? Like, in a, but it's too late. Like, um, I'm, I've always been a, I've always been it's a, so, <laughs> so ominous, too late, <laughs> too late to change around. But I've always been a jumper. So I've always been like a guy, I'm like a, I'm like a just do it guy. I'm all in or I'm nothing. So I used to skateboard when I was young and, um, there was a half pipe around the ha- corner from my house uh-huh. and it had like true vert. And so my friends would start at the bottom and try and go up, but I'm like, I climb up to the top and I'm ready to go. Like first time, who cares? I'm just, I'm just that guy. I've always jumped. And it's like, so as soon as you stomp that board, you got like a split second of like sweet, great, like this is amazing. Like I'm floating, but it's like a split second right before you either crash, die and break your arm or you land and it's so smooth. Like we're, we're there. Yeah. So we've like stomped the skateboard and we're in this like moment of, we don't know what's going to happen. Like it, I regret it because I could break my arm. This could, this could hurt. Right, right. Or like right. this could be amazing. So we're like in this moment of, we don't, we don't know, but- it's kind of like the place, like I, it's like where I love to live. I love to live between that in that space of, of now and not yet. You know, yeah. like I love living in oh, that middle yeah. space, in the space of now and not yep. yet. Yeah. yeah, Nicole, like, are you the same? Are you guys wired the same, or is that different for you? No, I'm definitely more cautious in making decisions, and I've been telling my kids, and I think I have to tell myself this as well, that it's okay to be in the place of both emotions. Like you can be a hundred percent happy and a hundred percent sad, and because I think for our kids as well, like it's not just us making the decision, right? Like we're making this for our children, and we've always been very much about bringing them along the journey, but letting them like. I don't know, feel the emotion, feel the emotion of it that like, this is hard. This like, this hurts to make this decision. We have to leave things behind in making this decision. But there's so much that's exciting about it too. And I think for me, my family has always been a big thing. Like going back to be with my family is something that I'm super excited about, about, but like leaving family that we've truly made here. Right. Friends like family, like you said. And this week was, this week was real. Like it was tough this week, I think, because we did this like trip, road trip down to, um, California and back up and then yeah. and now we've done that we're like the next thing is to go back to New Zealand so like we're hanging out with friends and it, like it feels very real so now we're like yeah. now the reality of okay we might we don't know when we're going to see these people next 
because yeah. of COVID, because of travel. We're like, it's real. Like, yeah, we can FaceTime, but that's not the same, you know? And wouldn't it even be, and I'm, I'm inspired and I'm also, I don't want to add to your angst, but like, it's like, it would be different if you were going to like, and I got a corporate job over there. And when I get there, I got two weeks and we'll totally. start in. And yeah. I, but you're going to pioneer and build something yeah. that only, only works if you build it, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's, and that's what I love. It's the pioneering spirit yeah. um, that honestly, that's how great things happen. You know, I was thinking about like when I was a kid and we probably all experienced this if you're listening to the podcast, like when you first jump off a diving board or you first go down a water slide or you stand at a cliff, like there is this enormous amount of fear as you stand whatever high, if it, whether it's 13 feet or 30 feet, it's just like, it looks so high and there's so much fear to overcome and there's so much, and then when you jump, there's that moment in between where you you lose your breath yeah. and you're waiting for the water yeah. and it seems like an eternity and you're not breathing. You're just like, <clears throat> and then you hit. And no matter what happens when you hit, if it hurts a little bit, if it doesn't hurt, when you come up out of that water, everything's changed. And I'll never forget this. Maybe this has been your experience. I think it is kind of universal. It's like, oh my God, that was so scary and so fun. Yeah. I cannot wait to do it again. And then it's yeah. just like you just start jumping and jumping. And I was like, all you want to do because the thrill and the rush of that that emotion when you jump out. And then what happens, you do it enough and it's like, I, I got to do more. And it's almost like we're like drug, you know, like adrenaline junkies. But this is more than that. Would you guys say you're doing this because you believe there's something great on the other side? Or why? What's what's the goal? What's What's motivating this massive jump in your life? I would say 100% it's on the other side that there's great things on the other side. I think about people. I think for all of our lives, we're both people people. You know, we like love to be in community with people and do life with people. And so I think I was, I don't know when we were talking about this recently, but I feel like on the other side of this decision is people and people's lives. And we could, you know, shy back and not make this decision and live a comfortable life and stay here and do, you know, do all of that. But I feel like in making this decision, there's other people's lives on this other side of this, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, like, I'm a big dreamer, so I I look 10 years down, you know, so I I think I I see what could be. So I see what we could build and what what, um, God could do in America, uh, New Zealand or America, but New Zealand for this (laughs) Mm -hmm. instant, or what, what, how many people we could impact and the community we could could build, and that's what gets, gets me excited. So that's why, like, I make these jumps and I make these moves and then and then it's when the reality of the small steps hit that's when I'm like oh gosh what are we doing but it's the 10 year dream that I'm like no we we this is going to be bigger this is better than totally. anything we could imagine right now we're just not there yet you know I think I look back to on the decision we made to come here and all we all we gave up to come here I mean literally we had three kids like yeah, how old were they so they were babies Evelyn wasn't even two when we moved yeah. here I had a motorcycle <laughs> But I look back on like everything that we've gained the last five and a half years and I would never change it. I would never change that decision. Like we have gained so, so much. Yeah. Well, for me, it's, I feel like it's harder for me to leave America than it was for me to leave New Zealand. Oh, wow. Like I think the friendships that I have here, um, they're different, you know, like I think we don't have family here. So, um, we had to like replace family. So family you can't choose. So we got family that we love. We don't choose our family. We mm-hmm. get given our family. And we were great. We're, we're lucky enough to have family that we love so much. Right. But when we came here, we, we have family that we, we kind of like, we chose family right. because yeah. we, we had to and they're our friends. So it's a different kind of family and friendship. And it's one that I, I personally, it's really hard for me to give up. 
Mm-hmm. So for me to go back, it's like almost takes more faith in me going back than it was for me coming here. Because when we came here, it was an adventure. We're doing something new. And we're we like, didn't expect to be here for oh, five no. and a half years. We thought maybe we'd a go year. for a year and then go back. And and then Billy offered me a job and then <laughs> <laughs> said, let's blow some stuff up. And I'm Actually, like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. We were, I was a campus pastor in Alderwood for this church we worked for. And I was like, yo, man, come to Alder. Let's blow some stuff up. And that lasted, I mean, we did for about six months. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then our, only six months. I feel like, yeah, my role changed and then yeah. Martin's role changed and then Capone. Capone, he's messing with the, <laughs> our dog is messing with the studio wires. Um, isn't it interesting? Okay, so I, I want to ask you this. First of all, I want, and maybe you can answer this. Um, have you panicked? Have you had oh, any yeah, moments of panic in this? Yeah. For real. Because so, panic is real, by yeah, the way. Yeah. So I, I, have a, um, I have a panic disorder, which is so. What does that mean? It's, uh, Means I'm like Tourette's. Do you just start screaming? Mentally unstable. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I do that, and I just pass it off as a panic disorder. Um, (laughs) Yeah, dude, that's actually brilliant. I'm gonna do that and be like, "Sorry, I have a disorder." (laughs) So I'll um, rage. It's just like it's basically I have a panic. I have panic attacks. So panic will overcome me, and then I have like a moment of intense panic. My body go. My body goes into fight or flight. And um, yeah, this is real. This this is real. Yeah. So it started when I was like eight. And mm-hmm. I remember the first time I ever had one just sprinting down the street for no reason. Like I jumped out of bed, I ran out the front door, and I sprinted down the street. My dad was chasing me. It's all I remember. Just, panic. just and there's no no rhyme or reason. It's like, like your, your body goes into fight or flight, and it wants to run from something. It just doesn't know what it's running from or yeah. fighting fighting because wow. you can't see it. Yeah, you, you, you just you don't choose when it happens. No, it's like when you're like if you think of the scariest moment that you're about to enter, um, you can see like whatever's scaring you. Like you can see what's scaring you. When, when I have these um, panic attacks, I don't see what's scaring me. It's just like, I just are in intense panic. Um, late, so I mean, since I'm, I've, I've been able to overcome it and I can manage it. So what used to be like a five minute episode, I mean, it's like 10 seconds if that now, if I have one, I can just, I just, Breathe through it, and then and does stuff like this? Is it when you're doing like you're stepping yeah, out? Like, yeah. is that what brings it on, or is it just random? Unknown. It's. I. I think I probably need to go to more counseling for it. I mean, like, I got any counseling. I'm a man. She would love <laughs> to counsel you. She. She. She privies herself quite the counsel. Not true. <laughs> but I think when when things are changing, even though I love change, but it's out of my control. I think that's when it happens. Um, but that's then that's how I, live. I love to live my life though like that. I love to live in constant change. I love to live out of control. Um, I probably put myself there to challenge myself and get myself, you know, through those things. But I mean, last week I think <laughs> I, I I was having morning and night these these episodes. That doesn't happen to me much, you know. Like I might have one once a month. Yeah. But last week we'll be literally lying in bed, and then he'll yeah. just suddenly with a start like jump up out of bed, jump out of bed, and start wandering the halls, and then I just come <laughs> back to bed. I got in 10 seconds later. You. And Nicole's like, you're right. I'm like, leave me alone I'll go, and I'll go back to sleep. Um, but I've been having like, I had morning and night ones, which is, which was weird for me. So how do you, and Nicole, I'm, I guess you Well, I have, think a lot of people can relate with this. Oh because, God, yeah. Well, that, if, if Not the a, medical condition of your panic Tourette's. Well, but no, the, I, uh, think, <laughs> I think people have this uh, maybe daily. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, I mean, friends I've talked to, the anxiety has been something they learned to cope with in life, which I feel like you can overcome, like you yeah. said. Um, but what's interesting, we haven't even don't have time today. But you're you helped um, raise your sisters who have um, extreme disabilities, yeah. and I'm sure as a little boy, mm-hmm. how that affected you potentially, and just the stress in the home was probably enormous. And it's probably no wonder that you love like 
change and, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. But I mean, you no know, wonder you're having a morning night, so much change going on, you know? And you said yeah. to me earlier, it's probably because the lack of control or the sense of it. Yeah. 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 And just, and, and just not knowing. I think it's like the whole idea of, for me, um, not seeing an end or not knowing that kind of could trigger, trigger me. Like mm-hmm. I, I, even though I love change, I like seeing like maybe 10 years down the track and knowing right now we just don't know. Like I can see it, but I just don't know. And I think that sometimes can trigger me if I think about it too much. Um, so I just don't think about it. We just do it, you know? Yeah. And I, um, not knowing is real. Like that's mm-hmm. every single person listening to this podcast can relate with whether you're yeah. changing your whole life and moving across the world literally with your family again. You know, the not knowing piece is I suppose there would be no risk. There would be no fear. There would be no jumping because the whole thing of a jump is you don't know. It's interesting. Like um, retrospect is one of the most beautiful things in the world. Yeah. Um, when you get to look back two years, three years, five years, 10 years and be like, oh, now it makes, now sense. It makes sense. Oh, we see how it worked out. Even if you failed, you're like, oh, but this is how that failure worked to our good. And if you succeeded, you can celebrate right. that. And then even before a thing, it's like just the courage, like finding that 30 seconds of courage to be like, I need to resign my job. You know, like, you know, like what you did, you know, and I, well, we need to book the plane tickets. It's probably the moment when you pay for those plane tickets to move to New Zealand, which is crazy expensive, right? Crazy. So how crazy. much is it? So it's like, it's like, what twelve thousand New Zealand dollars for yeah. guys for one way? For Dear, it's not normally that expensive. Five people, yeah, Five one people. way. Twelve G. So at that point, like that's. But then you're in the middle, and it's crazy. Once you're in free fall, there's no stopping it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the only thing that stops it is this sudden hit yeah. at the bottom, and hopefully you're on your feet, and maybe you're on your head, yeah. potentially on your back. You could be able to walk. <laughs> this is so morbid. Nicole, how do you? And I'm, I'm sure we all have our ways. And Jen, you can probably, how do you cope with that free fall, those moments of like, oh my God, we're doing it. Like it's real. It just became real. I'm sure you've had moments, and probably the closer you guys get, you've had more moments of that. How, are yeah. you, how do you cope with that? How do you navigate? Maybe cope isn't the best word. How are you navigating that? What are some of the things it's you a do? Great question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right in the middle of it. I mean, I've had to let my emotions kind of go there. I was saying to Jen earlier, I feel like I haven't really been able to even like cry a lot like recently just because there's been so much going on Um, and obviously being responsible for the kids and all of that as well, like you're processing their emotions too. Um, But the other day, like I literally just had a moment on my own in the kitchen doing the dishes and the tears just came like and I just had to let it come, you know, and let it let those moments sit and realize that no, I'm going to be okay. I've done this before you know, I'm going to be okay. On the other side of this, it's going to be okay. Um, so you'll let yourself cry. Totally. Crying isn't um, an act of defeat, by the way. No, I think there's so yeah. much healing that comes with tears. Truly, I think. Well, it's, it, I think emotions, you know, the tears, you're accepting the new. You're accepting yeah. what you're about to walk into. I was just thinking of, you know, the, the free fall he's talking about. I think the only way I can describe feeling that feeling and dealing with it is, you, the free fall is just being okay with not knowing and figuring it out as you're free falling. Yeah. Like there's so much of life when you want to do something new is you just don't know. You don't yeah. know. And I think that's where the panic sets in because you want to know so badly, at least some of the things. Uh-huh. But then there's points where you just don't know. You don't know where you're going to 
the church is going to be planted. You don't know this, you don't need that, who's going to join you. But it's like, you'll figure it out along the way. And I think that's the beautiful thing when we let go as humans, that that need to have to have it all figured out. And we let go of that process a little bit or most yes. of it. Obviously, you have to know some things. But I think a lot of things when it comes to new changes, you got to let go of knowing what's going to be next and being okay with that you know, space in life. And that's where it comes. I think even us recently learning to just be okay in that space, it brings ease. Yeah. It brings a confidence and a peace that's kind of un- unexplainable because you're just accepting the fact, I'll figure it out when I get there. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and reminding yourself every day, we'll figure it out when we get there. Like there's some things you figured out, your tickets, all the things, right? But then there's a, probably 90% that you can't figure out right now because yeah, you're not there. Yeah, and I there. think even that, that saying like, don't worry about tomorrow because today has enough worries of its own. Like I'm learning... Matthew 6, 34. I'm a pastor. It's not a big that's deal. That's saying, I'm like, you know that <laughs> saying. Um, I think I'm learning too that to enjoy where I am right now. So like mm-hmm. I'm in this kind of, like Martin said, the now and the not yet of like wanting to think ahead but also really be present in the moment. And so I'm allowing myself, no, just be present right now. Totally. Like be present with the relationships you have right in front of you right now and the rest will take care of itself, right? We were just talking to Vic last night on a walk about like, you know, um, what was the guy, Gary, Gary, whatever about- Gary V. He said, and you said it so well, that- you know, when you're you're interviewing for a job and they ask you to do something that you've never done, his, they say, "Are you? Can you do can this? Can you do this?" He's like, "The answer is always emphatically yes." yes. He goes, "Even if you can't, he's like, say yes and then figure it out." Yeah. He's like, in the world of YouTube and Google and information at our fingertips, he's like, "We limit ourselves so much in life out of fear." And like, right. I don't think I can. He's like, who cares if you think you can? The answer is always, can you do this? Yes, of course I can do that. And then go even, home. Even if you've never yeah. done it before. Figure it out. Yeah. Then that's the thing I think as humans, we have to be more more sure and confident of that reality. Yeah. Like I'll figure it out and we can do this. Um, I'm reminded as we're talking about like the free fall, like skydiving. I don't know if you guys know. I, 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 I <laughs> every, every, time, every time I can get it in there, yeah. I once jumped out of a perfectly good plane. Um, but I remember, so they teach you how to fall, free fall. There's a way to free fall. Now you can just flail. And if you don't like put your hands out and your feet out in a certain way so that the air is balanced, you have to have four points of balance, right? Mm-hmm. And if I move one hand, you'll start to flip. So it's all about balance. So you could be free falling and literally spin out of control so much so that the G's and the gravitational pull will make you black out. Like you could just, like the free fall can oh be the most gosh, horrendous, horrifying, terrifying thing in the whole world. Or if you do it right, which I did, um, you put your hands out and you put your feet out in a certain like parachute thing. And it is like the most beautiful, angelic, you feel like you're flying. You're literally floating in between, not now, not yet, and now. Like it's like you're just in that moment. I remember being like, oh my God. And it looks like the earth isn't moving. You're dropping at 125 miles per hour at ultimate velocity, but you don't feel like it. You but feel like you're just floating. You well and there's this peace yeah. and there's this moment. I remember being in the air and being like, oh my God, like the angels are with me. And I am literally floating and have, and it's crazy. I'm still free falling. I'm still plummeting towards the earth <laughs> at terrifying speeds. Terrifying. But it's, and I think, if to make the symbolism, I think what we're saying is like, it's the little decisions you can make. Like I can't decide and just, I I wish we could, like, you know exactly what's going to happen when you get to New Zealand Mm -hmm. two months from now. You know exactly how much money you're going to make. You know exactly how the community is going to go. You know exactly, you know, you can't. But what you can do in the free fall is control little decisions. Okay, I'm going to do it like this. Or we can just spin out of control 
and allow ourselves. And I think that's where a lot of times the most damage comes is we have, I can't make all the decisions, but I can make little decisions right now. Like for instance, I think like, like the fact, like I know you guys, like you'll just, you've been very good in these last couple months instead of just sitting here and like planning, you're like, you've gone to trips to San Francisco. You've been hanging out with friends. Like you're making the most of every moment. I think we've, we have like a standing kind of date that we've only done a few times, but it's like Monday nights we're coming over. And we just kind of like, and you do that with other friends and you're like, let's go see this and let's go. And you're just, Mm -hmm. here's what I can't control. So I'm going to control that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Billy. That's good. I think too, we've, you guys are some of the biggest people that we've learned that from. We've watched you guys do that and you do that so well, just like living life, trusting God, like just making yeah. big decisions and not being afraid to fail. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that I have taken on yeah. so much in this last five years. Hey, like, yeah. mm-hmm. I think also like this, I think there's a ton of people out there that are, that are unhappy where they are. Mm-hmm. They're not enjoying their job and they're, and they're, they're built for more. And right. I, be- I truly believe people are built for more. Yeah. But what keeps them from doing more is they're scared of the free fall. They're scared yeah. of taking that step. But um, to be all honest, like what's the worst that can happen? Like I keep saying to Nicole, like, yeah, we're doing this thing. What's the worst that can happen? Right. Yeah, like the church doesn't, no one comes. Okay, all right, no one comes. We'll just, we'll just move back here and Billy will give us a job. Like, I don't know. Like, you know like, <laughs> Bro, we can you know, do that like, before you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I've been saying that, but okay. Yeah. You know, but what's like, truly, what's the yeah. worst that can happen? Oh, like, yeah, nothing yeah. actually that bad can happen. My yeah. becomes a builder. Oh my gosh, yeah, I no. get into construction, which sucks the life out of me, but... <laughs> You guys, he did that for so me. What you're to me, the worst that could happen is I lose my soul. <laughs> oh. But really, like, and so the the free fall and the jump all of a sudden isn't that scary yeah. because, like, I'm I'm built for more, so I want to achieve more. And the worst that could happen is I achieve my goals. You and know? isn't that how we make good decisions? Like, okay, let's play it out. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And if the worst, and there are some things. Sometimes I could be like, the worst that could happen is I lose my marriage and I lose my kids. So, like for me, I'd be like, cool, not willing to take that no, risk. Totally. So, but I think playing it out, asking ourselves in decisions we're making mm-hmm. in life, especially big ones, what's the worst that could happen? If you get to that point, you're like, well, you know what? That would suck, but we could get through that. Yeah. Then yeah. it's like, then jump already. Yeah. Then. To dive into the free fall because the worst that could happen, you can navigate. Yep. There are things in life where it's like, what's the worst that could happen? Like me going to a strip club. What's the worst that could happen? Lose everything that matters to me the yeah, most right. in the world. So yeah. you know what? Not willing to do it. And it's a great way to kind of make decisions. What's the yeah. worst that could happen? Figure out what that is. Yeah. And then if you live through it and you're not going to lose all things. Now, but you have to be willing to lose some things, right? Yeah. We do have to be willing to say, okay, I'm willing to give this up. Mm-hmm so that I can gain this. And I think, I mean, I think, Billy, you said it so well, and you guys are reiterating, it's the little things now that we do, you know, that add up greatly, you know, in the three to five years. And I think, and I think for me at, it, at the age I'm at now, I'm just like, you know what? I look back on life and it wasn't the big things. It was all the little things that I kept being obedient with. Yeah. And I think that is what matters. And I think that's what you guys have done so well, even while you've been here for five years, it's just been faithful to little things and God has continued to lead you. And then here you are again, making a massive jump, but that jump came because of the little things yeah. of your faithfulness. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. And we can't let like, we can't let finances and things and stuff yep. hold us back. I think it's easy for me to go, I have a good job, I earn good money, like we're comfortable, we have good stuff, we have good friends. But if that's what's holding me back, that's that's not okay. And I hear you saying you know? that. You're like, we can't let that hold back. And I think majority of people in this world be like, 
No, that's what that's is what holding me back. Yeah. Right. And that's the if difference. Honest, yeah. Honestly, that's yeah. the difference. That it's is. like you can be trapped by the good by that you have. Yeah. yeah. You can be trapped by your paycheck. Yeah, and I think know? that's what I admired about you guys the most. When so I first inspiring. met you, yeah. you left a paycheck. Had zero dollars. We, we lived in America for two and a half years with no paycheck. Bro, you lived in a crack in house. house <laughs> no. Right, when you guys house. first moved here for like six <laughs> months. Uh, when I first met Nicole, I, I walked into the, her house. I'm like, okay, we're finding you a new yeah. house. Like, we saw that all over your face as well. No. I remember I like, driving by this house. She really can't. <laughs> I, like, I remember driving by this house before I knew you lived there. And before you lived there, there was a person that would always stand out front. I remember saying to the kids, like, that person's selling crack. Like, that house needs to be... But we made the down. best memories in that house. We you really guys are amazing. <laughs> and then you lived there. And then they, they the rent ended because they literally, they condemned it and demolished. tore it down, right? They, they demolished it. it. It's gone now. It's, it's completely gone. It's gone. gone. Demolished. And I need to say, like, your kids were perfectly safe. I'm just saying, yeah. but, like, not that you put them in danger. But, like, you have to be willing to be like, hey, wh- what are you willing to pay right now for what yeah. you want tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. And. Um, you guys are inspiring. Okay. I want to, I know we're running out of time. I want to do, we always do this to all of our guests. I definitely want to do this. We had to do a speed round and this is a chance for us to get to know you guys. Okay. Now the rules of a speed round is it's speed. So you can't, no there's no like, there's no <laughs> follow-up questions to the questions I ask you. We'll start out easy, but then we're going to, you know, we're going to get into it's it. And the first thing that comes, to your, that comes to your mind and we'll kind of, each of you will kind of answer a speed round. This is so, Make sure it's appropriate first, babe. <laughs> so this is so, this is so we can get to know you better. And also it's kind of fun. Okay. First of all, let's just start. And this, I don't know what this is going to be because you guys are from New Zealand. It's a whole nother, you know, you're from Switzerland. It's a whole nother country. <laughs> and I don't even know if, so, okay. Favorite movie. My favorite movie is always Sister Act 2. It's like my old time. Oh, yeah. Old school. Oh, I gotcha. side note, she's a singer. See, Nicole's a singer. <laughs> uh, Nicole, you want to sing together? Yeah, no. We'll, we'll pass on that one. You <laughs> never close your eyes anymore <laughs> when I kiss one? your lips. No. I don't know. It's just a song came to me. All right, go ahead. Martin, favorite movie? Uh, American History X. Oh, I've never seen it. I love it's that awful. movie. Is that inappropriate? It's well, it's, it is, I mean, it's violent. But the storyline's great. Oh God, I'm gonna go watch it. Who's you the star of that show? Um, it's Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. awesome. It's a good movie. All right, okay. Favorite restaurant in the United States? Okay, my favorite place to eat is definitely Hapanessa, which is like a really great sushi place that sushi. Jen actually introduced me to, and I can't girl. go back. Hapanessa, that most of us call Japanessa. Okay. Thanks, Vic. I. That's hard. I I don't restaurants are more to do with just say it, man. Um, Frickin' McDonald's. Just McDonald's. say it, man. <laughs> more to do with like like um, hanging out with people and the atmosphere. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Medianos. Oh my I'm god! That's why we're friends, bro. That's why we're friends. We have a booth. Yeah. You guys, I don't know. Out of all of our friends, <laughs> maybe I don't know. It's, it's it's a close tie between a couple, but we have probably spent the most time in our booth at Magianos. They reserve it for us with you guys. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we would just do night after night after night. The memories, yes. The memories at Magianos. Okay, you can go. You can spend twenty bucks and get dessert and coffee. Easy for two. I love that dessert sampler is so good. The one that you get. Hey, uh, Magianos. Anytime you want to sponsor this bad boy, you can. (laughs) All right. Um, you went to San Francisco recently. It was awesome, epic trip. If you had to live, move back to America, Seattle or San Francisco? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Oh, really? Sure. Why? Because San Francisco is beautiful. We didn't love it that much. I mean, like I loved seeing the Golden Gate Bridge, but. Yeah, I agree. San Diego is where you want. It's just another city. I love it. I love it here because I feel like I'm living in the forest. Mm. Yeah, true. <laughs> Bro, you're moving back to New Zealand. I think that is the real forest. <laughs> um, um, it is beautiful here. Would you say, I mean, New Zealand is probably more beautiful than Seattle. New Zealand is rated one of the oh. most beautiful places on the planet. How close is Seattle to New Zealand? 
It's oh. pretty similar, right? If like New that, Zealand's a 10, what's is it, what's Seattle in beauty? Uh, 21. Oh, you think oh, Seattle's right. more beautiful than New Zealand? No, no, sorry. Oh, oh so yeah. Seattle. Oh, Seattle would be like an, Maybe an, eight, an eight. And So and it's half. not far behind New Zealand. So there's beautiful things here. People are like, you need to go see this. It's amazing. So we go see it and we're like, oh yeah, this is like three minutes around the corner from where I live in New Zealand. You know, yeah. like, so like it's beautiful, but I think we just never really appreciate, appreciate the much. beauty of New Zealand until, until we came here. That's yeah. Surreal. And we that's didn't real. explore that much back home. Like we're like no, so yeah. excited to explore. Okay. Here's a quick one. Uh, Nicole, you go first. Ladies first. Favorite thing about me married. He cooks me dinner every night. Is that it? What? Wow. Dude. <laughs> you're a boss and also a servant. Okay. Uh, Martin, favorite thing about being married. Her booty. Can I say that? <laughs> yes. And it's all mine. What? It's mine. Dude, I don't think you can say that, that in why, America. That's why I cook for her. You know, yeah, guys, you come do. on. You for a booty cook. You can get booty after that dinner. I got a coffee talk. Oh, my God. I got a coffee Dude, I love that. It's so true. Okay, I got one. Okay, yep. Morning or night? Middle. What are you referring to, Jim? Oh, you know. Would you prefer to have sex morning or night? Middle of the day. Middle of the day. Seriously? Oh, yeah. You guys are, they call those afternoon delights. There's benefits of COVID work style, right? Work lifestyle. For real. Especially when the kids are at school. I'll be like, hey, honey, I'm coming home for lunch real quick. Little kids, yeah, lunch. Middle of the day. That's code word. Jim, for you. Morning. Yeah, mine's morning too. Yeah, it used to be night, but I think it's morning. I'm not now. a morning person, guys. It takes me a while to wake up. Well, that's kind of how you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boxes or briefs? Uh, boxes. Weird. No, it's not. I want nothing hunging my junk all day. Dude, but, okay, I don't want to talk about it. It's going to get inappropriate. <laughs> you have boxer briefs. Yeah, how, how can different. Boxer briefs is different than briefs. Yeah, yeah. How can you, um, how can you, how can you make that question for women? I don't even know what to say. Um, granny panties or? No. Thong. Thong or board shorts? Thong or uh, granny panties? <laughs> Who's going to say granny panties? Cover the whole booty or thong? Not so much. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, what is your favorite New Zealand expression? Like what's the New Zealand? You have so oh, many of them. Good. Like one of them is like, good on you. Good on you, mate. And okay, I was like. One of the things we always say is sweet as. But when I say that here, people think I'm saying sweet. Yes. Sweet a is as. Sweet as. Sweet as. Sweet as. All the yeah. things we Which say Martin has just like told us. Sweet as honey. That's the favorite thing he loves about his marriage. Which, <laughs> I was to say like keen. Keen as. You keen? do say that a lot. Keen. You're like, keen, keen to keen? hang out. You're keen keen to hang out. Too. Like are you good to hang out? Yeah. Like you, like you keen. Like you want it? King. Um, but back to the sweet ass. What does it mean? Like, like, uh, like use it. Use ass. it in a sentence. Use it in a sentence. Like, how would you say that in conversation? Because you've said it before, and I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, you'd be like, Hey, meet me at three o'clock at Medjano's. I'm like, sweet ass. Right. Yeah. I'm like, what did you call me? Yeah. So that's like, like, like totally. I'm down. Sounds like, good. sounds good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I like um, it. I'm gonna start saying that. Um, what do you say? Um, you say good on you. Go I remember on. like you'd say when you were like, you'd be up in church and you'd be saying goodbye to the congregation. Oh, I'd say, go, uh, well. go well. Go well. Go well. Go well. I like that. Is that a New Zealand thing or is it just We need to say, say go well at church. No go well. Go well. Okay. Last but not least, then we got to end. This has been so good. We're going so long. I love it. Um, what is, what would you say would be, and this doesn't have to be a speed question. What would you say? You guys have such a great marriage. You've been married for how long? 15. 15 years. years. Decade, Fitting years. Decade and a half. Fitting. What would you say to the listeners? What is one of the secrets that you have found to being married and still loving each other, which you do. What's one of the secrets? What's the secret, babe? 
Well, apart from grade six, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we've got, that's got to be said, right? Amen to that. Um, Amen. I always come back to our friendship. Um, Martin will always forever be my best friend. Like, mm. I think that's just, I don't know, the strength of who we are. Um, I don't want to ever let anyone take that place. And we just do life together. I love, I mean, someone said to me the other day, when you get back to New Zealand, you guys are literally going to be with each other 24-7. And that kind of dawned on me. But at the same time, I get excited about that because, yeah, I love spending yeah. time with you. Just, yeah, she's my best friend. Mm. Um, also, just carving out time for each other. Like, we'll make sure bedtime routines are done a little bit earlier. Levi hates it because he's like, I want to stay up till midnight. We're like, no, you need to go to bed because now it's like me and mum's time. You know, mm. this is the time yeah. we spend. And that's important because if we don't get that, then we feel it in our marriage. And it's also the time that we, you know, yeah, have fun. I thought you did that in the afternoon, but I get it. It's both and. Okay, you know, but how great is that for your kids too? Like yeah. I'm thinking for Levi to, yeah. to hear his dad say, hey, no, the reason you're going to bed, man, is because this is me and your mom's time. Like how healthy yes, absolutely. for kids to see that. Yeah. I think so many times in society, people shun on like, you know, married couples talking about like, oh, they have sex. And like, you shouldn't say that. Like, really? Because all of Hollywood blares it from the rooftops sure, and makes it, it so sexy. And then they make marriage seem like a ball and chain. Right. Like, oh man, it's so, oh, oh, gotta go old, gotta go home to the old, the old woman, gotta go home to the old ball and chain. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, it's not true. No. It's not true. And so if they're gonna be as blatant about this life that like these one night stands is so glamorous, and it's actually not. People get broken over that. Yeah. Yeah. Like legitimately broken in their soul over those types of things. Now, I'm gonna be just as vocal about how great it can be yeah. and should be. Doesn't mean we don't have hard times. And I love that you guys said friendship, mm-hmm. you know, because that I think is such a such a huge, huge thing. Well, um, and I want to give them information about what they're starting. Yeah, I did want to say, like, Mm -hmm. you know, we we have a church that we lead. And this weekend, actually, we're going to be able to just pray for you guys and and give. And I know that this journey is going to be a huge one of financial faith. So maybe if someone's listening and you want to, you have the finances to bless and want to give towards um, their church and their church plant. You can do that. There'll be ways to do that through our um, yeah one sixteen church. Yeah, yeah, you can go to the website. We're gonna have a, a little link down there for um, the New Zealand church plant. And the name of the church is Freedom City Church. Freedom City Church, yeah. like William Wallace and Braveheart. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. I love it's it. actually the war cry that we start our church service with. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I uh, can't come now. <laughs> oh god, too too crazy. Everyone, freedom. No, I love it. Freedom City Church, and um, so yeah, this Sunday on what is the date? The What's 13th. the date? Yeah, the thirteenth. Yeah. We're gonna be. Um, kind of just praying for you guys because we love you. We're friends. People are going to give money and support you. Um, is there anything that you want to say about the church? Before we close it, like, um, what is the thing you're most excited about about building this community in Auckland, New Zealand, correct? Right right around Auckland. Yeah. yeah. What is like? What is what is it about? What's your goal? What's your mission? What do you... Yeah, well, I, we're real passionate about building leaders and removing ceilings. So in New Zealand, there's this thing, tall, tall poppy syndrome. Um, it's where you tear... Tall, down, tall poppy? Yeah, tall poppy syndrome. And it's not, it's kind of like, it's not a physical or mental condition. It's just people drag people down. So there's always ceilings. And like mm-hmm. the when we were in New Zealand, we always discovered like you can only get so far until people kind of put a ceiling on you and don't want you to go any further. I think what we're really passionate yeah. about is building leaders to and people. It's not just leaders, but enabling people to go as far as God has created them to go and not put Love a ceiling it. on them. Like we want to raise up people that are that are better than us at running church and just let them run church. Like we don't want to, we don't want to cap people. And not just in church too, like empowering them wherever they're at in life, if it's in in the business world or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. I think we're most 
excited about that because that's what we really learned here. Like that's the freedom we found coming to America. Wow. Um, was that, and we want to take that back. That's yeah. that's kind of that's what we want. Yeah. I well, love it. Yeah. well, good on you. Go well. There's good on you. Sweet ass. Sweet ass. Yeah, good on you. Hey, go we well. love you guys. We love um, you so much. Hey, this isn't goodbye for sure. This is just see you later. See I you guess later. which originated in New Zealand. <laughs> um, and uh, we're excited for see the best soon. to come. And uh, we're going to follow you. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, you want more information in the show notes, we'll kind of have a link to their social media and the way you can connect with Freedom City Church. And uh, thanks for listening. This has been this has been a good one. It's been so good. Thanks we love you all so much. Cheers. 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 Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.